0: I'm launching a course called Successful ADHD Entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for a long time, and I've had ADHD for a little bit longer than that. Over that time, I've learned quite a few things that make me quite effective. People even call me organized. After many people ask me to, I have created a course to share what I've learned with you. Get details at neurodiversity.me slash course. The first run is limited to only 20 students, and the first class is April 20th, so don't put this one off. Neurodiversity.me slash course. My name is Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. I'm a global connector, networking concierge, and coach. For two decades, I believed that my ADHD was a disability. Only at the age of 41 would I come to realize that my ADHD was an incredible asset, and when I leaned into that, I achieved greater success than ever before. ADHD is the engine behind my own success as a networker and coach. Over the past few years, I've spoken with thousands of entrepreneurs and found that many of them have some kind of neurodiverse diagnosis. ADHD, autism, dyslexia, OCD, and more. Like me, for many of them, their neurodiversity is indeed the very source of their success. On this show, we will change the narrative on neurodiversity. I've heard enough about the challenges, now hard it can be. I want to hear about how awesome we are. It's time to start talking about how our neurodiversity can be an asset for ourselves, our communities, and our businesses. It's time to start talking about neurodiversity superpowers. Welcome to the Neurodiversity Superpowers podcast. I am still your host, Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy, and our guest today is Carol Williams, who I'm excited to have on because she is someone who supports neurodiverse people, among others and entrepreneurs. Um, when I asked her, she says she's not neurodiverse that she knows of, but I have not or but I haven't met a lot of truly neurotypical entrepreneurs because there's something about us that makes us go this way. <laughs> um, but okay. but what we're gonna be talking about is her sharing some of what she's learned as a coach and organizer, helping people to get their lives in order, which is something valuable to all entrepreneurs, and especially us ADHD entrepreneurs, among others. So welcome to the show, Carol.
1: Well, thank you so much, Michael. It's awesome to be here, A Guy That Knows a Guy.
0: It's awesome to have you here. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, about what you do and how you got into it.
1: Yeah, well, so y- you know those entrepreneurs are kind of all over the place, and they're working really hard and not getting too, too far, uh, and they're probably getting burned out and exhausted, and they're wondering... Is this really worth it?
0: Of course, I know him. He is me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I well through my coaching, I support uh, those folks uh, to basically have the business and life they maybe didn't even dare dream about. Mm. And what I what typically happens is I I attract neuro 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 atypicals, right? Whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, they're diverse people. Um, it's as you say at the beginning. It's because. Uh, when we're entrepreneurs, we're, we're kind of all over the place anyway. Like we have different ideas all the time and we're, we, we take risks and and so on and so forth. Not everybody, like the CPAs of those, those entrepreneurs, most likely not the, what we're talking about, but the people that are coaches, healers, um, You know, a lot of, a lot of developers, actually software developers, Mm -hmm. they find their way kind of into my, my world engineers. Interesting. You wouldn't have thought that, but that's actually true. The creative geniuses of the world. And I help them uh, sort of in all aspects of their life, but with the theme of becoming unscattered, that's what I do.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I always differentiate between business owners and entrepreneurs because a business owner, if you have someone who they, they're. They do landscaping. They think there's some money in landscaping. They're going to yeah. landscape. You know? that, that's not an entrepreneur. That's someone who, given the choice to work for someone else, they would, but they can't because they can't make the money they need to or find the opportunity. So they yeah. start a business because I guess I have to, but they, yeah. they'd really rather have a job. Whereas the entrepreneur, someone like me who makes a decision of, I there are paths to follow that I haven't even seen yet. And I'm going to go see where they are and go see what's at the end of them.
1: Yeah. That's an entrepreneur,
0: yeah. Uh, and, and so that's where... You know, you can't fully, unsca- you know, I, I can't fully rein in my ADHD, because if I do, I'm actually missing out. You know, part of my business right. is being aware of that next opportunity, and then figure out which one's a shiny object and which one's actually gold, and that's where yeah. the challenge comes in.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, another way to say it, I suppose, would be um, authority-based Businesses, so mm-hmm. like you know, I mean, yes, you do need certain amount of authority as a landscaper because you need to know what you need to know. But it's not the same. Yeah, like you are selling your your authority. You mm-hmm. have authority, right? And so that's another way to say it. So be right,
0: correct. Yeah, yep. But but so so the and sounds like very important what you do because as, as i said, you can't you can't fully focus an entrepreneurial business because you'll miss out. You know, you can fully focus landscaping business. Like you might expand into. Because it's related. But I mean, I expanded a networking business into a neurodiversity podcast. Those Mm -hmm. don't seem to be related. They are more than anything, (laughs) but they don't seem to be. um, That's like, you know, landscaping and opening a bakery. Um,
1: Okay, I'm going to start right there. There's a superpower. Yes. We see things that other people don't see as connected. Yep. I had a dentist that that saw teeth as landscape before before I started my business in 09 I was landscape architect and I was mm-hmm. talking to this guy and he goes you know I see I see your teeth it's a lot it's a lot like landscape and I knew there was a reason I liked that dentist it's because mm-hmm. I'm sure he was off the charts smart he must have been ADHD or neuro, neurodiverse or something mm-hmm. because the really super duper crazy off the charts smart people almost always have some kind of quote unquote disorder or whatever uh, it's not not true at all it's their superpower super smart super making connections where we see them they see them but the the sort of white bread person walk like kind of clicking through their lives would never see it
0: yeah absolutely and, and so so obviously the superpower side of that you'll see in the connections seeing where the opportunities are that's that's how okay. entrepreneurs are successful the challenges keeping track of everything, keeping things uncluttered, both mentally and physically and schedule wise and, and all the rest. Uh, so, so what are, you know, what, what are some of the things you run into and and some of the, what are some of the 30,000 foot solutions and ideas you can offer the miscellaneous listener?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, a 30,000 foot uh, idea is that you don't have to be organized in all the ways to be a little organized. So for example, lots of people will come to me and think they need to they need to absolutely positively organize everything or they might not they, they may as well not organize anything. Mm. That couldn't be more false because by the time that that's like you know needing to know what every single word is for a book before you start start writing it. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is write the first word. Mm. So, so what you need to do is say, okay, so I usually start people with doing a morning routine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because people that are neurodiverse often resist sameness, but yet thrive in a certain level of routine. Yeah. So it's this constant back and forth of like loving and hating. Hating sameness. So, but but this is this is the thirty thousand. Like this is something that everybody can use. Mm-hmm. If you develop a morning routine, and if you dare develop an evening routine, both of those will work together in such a way that they will hold. They will literally hold together all the craziness that you know and love in your day. And even if you do nothing else, except for you know have now don't now here's a here's a pitfall sometimes the routines will become too long. Well, I want to meditate and then I want to exercise and I really want to journal. And, you know, I've really heard about this miracle morning thing. And I really want to do that. And by the way, I need to listen to this podcast and, you know, I need to have a good breakfast. I really think I should do a smoothie, you know, okay. Next thing you know, the, the two hour, two, it's two, two and a half hours. And because, you stayed up too late because something was really interesting. And now you're oversleeping and now you've got to get up and you just throw your morning routine out instead of just doing a five minute meditation, which is going to make your whole morning better. <laughs>
0: 430 in the afternoon, you're wrapping up your morning routine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yep. it's true. I've I've worked one time with a woman several years ago and she's like, yep, I've got it all done. And I've done it. Now, you know, it's 10 o'clock. And I'm like, eh, it's a, you know, I don't care what you do. Because some people might work ten to eight. Doesn't matter to me. I don't yep. care when you work. However, if you really want to work, say I don't know nine to six, and you're not starting till ten or ten thirty or eleven because your morning routine is weighing you down, that's not that doesn't work anymore. Yeah. So that's that's one thing I would say that, um, and it's usually how I start my people out mm-hmm. because they're just so excited to finally f- have found an answer, and um, they want to do it all right now actually they wanted to do it all like two years ago or last year, or at least yesterday. So that by the time they start their their, their like vibration is like off, the, off the zoom window. It's like, uh, yeah. you no, know, it's like, so the first thing is like one thing at a time, start with a morning routine and, uh, and go from there.
0: I, I love that. And, and I've, I've found, I'm, I'm glad to say I'm at least past your first level. Um, I've, I've found that the idea of like, alcoves of order uh because you know I've, we have an eight-year-old child we have a big rambunctious dog my wife's got all kinds of stress at work like the house is somewhat a chaotic space
1: yeah um,
0: the fact that we have a three-story 3 story 3000 square foot house and there's still you know not enough spaces in it um yeah. is, is kind of crazy but yeah okay, so so i'll kind of create these alcoves of order um oh i like that where you know this space like And and so my morning routine is fairly simple. My wife um, got on a diet for about 12 minutes back in 2020. And (laughs) part of it was you drink black coffee and juice in the morning and then don't eat anything till lunch. Um, And I was like, well, I'll try that. And suddenly my energy level was way higher, way longer, uh, partly because I've destroyed my pancreas in my 20s. Uh, (laughs) Most people destroyed their liver. I destroyed my pancreas. Um, Too much sugar. But so you know, I start doing that, and like that's my routine. It's always black coffee, and sometimes you know I'll get invited to breakfast or whatever, and I'm like, okay. And of course, the ones I'm there, i like, oh, I got an omelet and home fries and everything. <laughs> and my, my day is thrown off because I've yeah. thrown off the, the routine nutritionally. But it's always you know the black coffee. The ju- if I can't do the juice, at least the black coffee, which is actually I think it's the black coffee and no allergens that, that does it. Uh, okay. But but it gives me that core starting point of every day starts that way. And yeah. what I found, and I think this this price what you're saying, is, you know, ADD brains are driven by dopamine and our disability, our inability to get it. So mm-hmm. there's certain things that make us really excited. One of them for me is meeting lots of people, which is why I'm a professional mm-hmm. networker. Yeah. But, but also not having to worry about things. So I will walk through the kitchen, notice my iced coffee pot that makes the iced coffee and be like, I'm going to drink iced coffee tomorrow morning. Oh, that's going to be nice. Um, every Monday, I go to this local rest- local breakfast place and I make my to-do list. I okay. don't schedule my week. I just make a to-do list, you know, an action item list. And that's the order things are going to go in, in theory. And again, that that's, creates that. that is a full plan. I haven't solved everything by any means, but I I can yeah. chip away a little bit here and there. Instead, i like, let me pre- create order.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm create an, so I now have a check-in every Monday morning. So that at least there's one point in the week where I'll check in and say, okay, where are we, what are we doing this week? What's the focus? And having those small things, making those small wins and getting those little bits of control is huge, especially where I'm in a business where like there's one or two more pieces of business I need to find. Still haven't found them yet. So I, I couldn't even just buckle in and say, all right, let's just strap in and get focused. <laughs> so I'm still missing like two components. Um, but having those bits of order is is tremendous as a as a starting point.
1: Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Alcove of order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so you're right. The order can look like time. The order can look like routine. The, then the order can look like what it, what it manifests in in your physical
0: space. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. So yeah, ask me more. I, yeah. I, I we can take this anywhere you like.
0: Oh, that's I'm great. Watching. Yeah. Well, and one of the things we're talking about the physical space. Okay. So, so one of the, one of the ADHD things is um, our brains sort of don't see clutter. Um, right. So like when I, so, so if there's a table, with a bunch of things on it, and if there's a bunch of things, I left the table, I can clean the table. I know what they all are. If it's some stuff that's mine, some stuff, stuff, my wife, some stuff's my daughter's, I can't clean that table unless I stop and say, okay, stopping everything. We are cleaning the table one item at a time. What is this item? Where does it go? What is this item? Where's it? Go? If I look at the table, you know, i am like, it's on the table. I'm like. Where? Right there. It might be in the front, right and center, bright yellow. <laughs> I didn't see it because my brain just saw static. It couldn't yeah. pick it out. But what that also means is I could have a cluttered office, but my notebook's here. My to-do list is here. My phone is here. I don't see the rest of it. Right. Um, right. So, you know, I, the things that matter, I can be like, I need my notebook. Boom. It's right here. Got it. Um, it's sitting on a pile of papers next to a cloth with some ibuprofen next to it and some other things around it. But all I see is is a notebook. So you know, again, focusing on those. So like the the, the entrepreneur who's got the stacks of papers in their office and they're like I know where everything is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. God help you if you clean their office Cleaning for
1: them. Cleaning it up, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you might well way. Yeah. I used to help people be organized physically. That's what I would call myself a professional organizer. I was in that world and yeah it it was um it was good but it wasn't as as much fun honestly as, yeah. as uh working like this um yeah but people would call that our organized the way i organized it away i would actually create like little maps and notes for people because it was so disconcerting like putting things in homes
0: and it was
1: it was quite something
0: mm-hmm. um anyway yep. so where do you want to go with this so so uh Well, since I have you here, I might as well ask you my own questions. You can ask me anything. (laughs) One of the challenges I run into is is mastering the calendar. And part of it for me is that part of my my business is I'm a connector. People hire me to make connections with people I meet, which means I need to have a lot of one-to-ones on the calendar. It's going to take up a lot of space. But then I also have to get other stuff done. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I have time blocked out when the one-to-ones happen and time blocked out where the other stuff happens. But since that t- is appointments with myself, that tends to be what gets impinged on yeah. when an emergency meeting comes up or a project, you know, hey, we need to meet to get your app developed. And until we meet, we can't go to the next step like, oh, OK, I guess I'll use this yeah. Thursday morning time. I was going to do other stuff. Um, yeah. And what I end up doing is using Saturday, which is unscheduled time and no one can schedule into it because it's Saturday. To do, Mm -hmm. to be the time when I take on bigger projects. But then I'm always worried should I be spending more time with my family or should I be doing something else? Or, um, so what have you found to be effective in, um, you know, making the seven day week longer? Yeah, I was
1: going to say, like, God, there's so many ways we can go with this. I wonder what his question will be. And then the question was, how do you make your 7-day week longer? Okay, so I have some or, bad news. Or how do
0: you me. get more out of the...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I cannot make eight days a week. It will not work. Okay, uh. so we are stuck, in fact, with the 7-day week. So uh, I'm going to be the bearer of bad news. Uh, it comes down to choices, priorities, and then tricking our brain.
0: Oh, tricking the brain. That sounds like a hack. Go Say more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah so like the thing i'm gonna work backwards so at the end you talked about okay so what i end up doing is i end up doing these big projects on saturday mm-hmm. because saturday nobody can schedule into it um you know pr- presumably you might uh, we, are you at your desk or are you someplace else
0: I, i'm at my i have i have a dedicated office in my house all right so, so I'm yeah. a fortified so, alcove of order ish
1: Okay. Gotcha. Um, but what I'm hearing in the background is, Ooh, is this what I really want to do on a Saturday? So, you know, and so, so there's lots of, there's lots of pieces here. And I, Mm -hmm. and I really think that, uh, when I work with people, I help them get super duper clear on what their value is like their deep Mm -hmm. value. And I don't judge it. So if you want to work every Saturday and that works for you and it works for your family. And you're honest to God, like not just saying it really works, but it's really fine. Then it is mm. so the first thing for you. And this is not a hack. This is like a, like a get real with yourself. Yep. Like is this. Okay. With me. And if it's not okay with me, what is, and you, you create filters, business filters, life filters, mm. uh, and they're based on your values. And once you have those built, you know, and so notice they're not rules or filters and we can yep. like change, we can change. we like to change. We don't want to keep everything the same all the time because say you had a filter rule or whatever you want to call it. And, and then you decided to change it. Well, that's a conscious choice. You want to be able to choose consciously, mm. not just by default over and over and over again, doing the thing. And then it starts to kind of eat away at you, which is a little bit, I think what you were describing. Well, like,
0: okay. Yeah, because so I actually I really enjoy actually so this this podcast was one of my Saturday morning projects when because I, I partnered with this this uh, organization called Pantheon that promotes podcast and they said you know yeah. you can get in, but you got to get in now now is the, when the next cohort's going um, but you know we, we won't start promoting until the podcast is out, obviously. Um, But, you know, plenty of people start paying and then a month or two later get started. I'm like, I don't want to pay for a podcast that's not out yet. I got to get this podcast out. (laughs) I sat down Saturday morning and said, I'm not getting out of this chair until this podcast is launched. And three hours later, I'm like, wow, I just beginning to ended a project in one go. I can do that? Amazing. (laughs) So, you know, it, it was really cool to realize like, oh, focus. I have not tried this focus strategy before maybe i should do that um and and i so i enjoy the the calm of working on saturday because there is nothing else but i think there's this sense of like but should i be spending that time with my daughter should i be doing this should i be doing that and i i think like if i was to go upstairs on saturday morning be like hey let's spend time together she'd probably you know look at the tv and then look at me and say Um, why Um, And so it's not like she's looking for my time during that, I, I think it's just that kind of awareness of, of, I feel like maybe I should. And so I, I think it might just be a matter of clarity to do mm-hmm. instead of default, making the decision of I'm putting that off to actively say, I am choosing to do this because I'll spend time with her there or, you know,
1: bingo, it's a conscious choice yeah. and it's based on your values. And the values of your family, because the opposite, the guilt, the wondering, it's like this invisible kind of weight hanging mm. on our shoulders and our brains. And what happens is we're less productive. We're not getting, you know, over time that those kind of things like scum, it like adds up like, Oh God, <laughs> should I really, right. Should I really be doing that? I want to throw in the, the, the hack that I thought of, and it may not apply to you, but it may apply to somebody who's listening. Mm-hmm. And um, So, if anybody who's listening maybe used to have like a corporate job, and maybe like working at your desk, uh, there was one time where I I definitely helped the gamut, um, and and actually probably more corporate than not. Now it's the opposite, mm-hmm. but so that you're at your desk at work with in a cube or with other people. You know, that are with you all the time, coming over, tapping you on the shoulder, things like this, right? Um, the thing I heard over and over and over again was it's so hard to get work done during work hours. Mm-hmm. So, would well, come in early, stay late, or whatever. And that over times, just like you in the Saturday, it got a little old or whatever it was. Okay. So those people, I said, well, how do you get things done? Well, besides the time thing, the other thing they would do, the brain hack that I was going to say, is moving into a different space so shutting like booking the conference room yep right a lot of people entrepreneurs uh they'll go to starbucks say i get so much done in starbucks not so different than what you described in your three hours um it's because there are literally no distractions it's because you're there for a special purpose and there's plenty of noise around noise is another thing. Do you like noise? Do you not like noise? Do you like music? Do you not like music? That's, yep. that's another tangent we could get into if you want. But for what I'm saying here is moving your physical space does something to your brain that says, Ooh, we need, we're doing something different now. Let, let's pay attention. It wakes something up yeah. says we're, we're we need to pay attention to this. And it allows us to focus differently and better.
0: Yeah, no, I, I love that. Actually, on my my other podcast, Morning Motivation, I've I've shared a bit about how um, I for a while love Mondays and hated Saturdays because Mondays I'd get up and I'm like, okay, today I'm gonna get, I'm gonna have my coffee, I'm gonna have my juice, I'm gonna go to the shack, I'm gonna sit down on my to do list, I'm gonna eat some cornbread, and like, <laughs> th- there's a total plan for that. And then Mondays day, I don't book appointments, although some appointments start creeping into Mondays. Yeah. Uh, but at least I never book anything before lunch. So I've got, you know, after that there's 3 hours to work on a project and at the end of that I can say this project's done. Meanwhile, Saturdays, well Saturday's supposed to be the day off, the day to relax, the day to rest. So I'd often get up later. Sometimes I I'd break my morning routine and eat the wrong thing. I'd be feeling kind of tired at 10 11 in the morning I'm sort of mm-hmm. waiting on like oh honey are we doing something does my daughter want to go to want to go on the hot tub oh no now she wants to go outside oh now she wants to watch YouTube and, and I'm just kind of like sitting there waiting for Godot um at three in the afternoon the day is half over I don't know what I did but I didn't <laughs> work because it's not a work day
1: <laughs> which is more stressful so you're right. like oh, shoot, I should have just sat down and done some of these special yeah, and I'm like I could have just <laughs> gone.
0: I could have spent the first three hours day on my computer working on something, you know, go, go whatever, and yeah. I would have at least said, "Well, I don't know what I've gotten done, but I was doing something. You know, I got through emails or yeah, uh, or produced podcasts mm-hmm. or whatever. But you know, I've gotten something done, and mm-hmm. you know, I could have been ignored in my office instead of being ignored upstairs. Um, not say they're they're getting ignored, but but I, if there's no plan, it's just kind of like mm-hmm. I feel like I should be here. I'm here. I'm a good father and husband.
1: <laughs>
0: anyone care? Anyway, you know, <laughs> there wasn't a plan, like my wife's doing something, my daughter's doing something, I'm just kind of there being available. And and so it it's, guess what you're saying, that intentionality yeah. of saying, okay, you know, if, if I'm going to take Saturday and, you know, take my daughter to the aquarium, let's do that. If we're going to do something, let's do it. But mm-hmm. otherwise it really can't just be like, I'm here not working. Um, and so to accept it's okay, like I could spend the first three hours of the day doing what I need to get done. And then it's noon and I look around and say, okay, what are we doing with the day? Um, and, you know, t- claiming that space. So, so that I can say Got that be very powerful.
1: That kind of brings me into another thing. I told you, I start people off with routines and not, not too far after that, what we start doing and then we baby step it is um, a morning, like a plan and then an evening kind of recap. And um, it's it's so many of these things that I do with people. There's a lot of resistance at first. There's a huge resistance uh, many times to plan anything ever. So I I I, I try to encourage a lot of uh, do what works for you. So for example, you said I just make a list in no particular order on a Monday. No, a very I-
0: specific order. Very specific order. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Apologies. Yeah, uh, order. the order is important, but not the day it gets done. Would right. that be true?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I I'll grab the top thing off the to-do stack to do. Gotcha. So I know this is the most important thing needs to be done right now.
1: That's really great. I yeah. love how you do that. So you've come up with your own way. Um, in the absence of that, what I do is I've got um I've got forms. So there's a form at the beginning of the week and a, and the beginning of each day. Mm-hmm. Uh people use whatever works for them if they don't it's okay. But what what I find is that people that just take five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening, the beginning, okay, this is my intention. We tie it back to an overall overarching goal. Mm -hmm. And I did that because some of my people I work with said, I forget what I was gonna do. Like I forget my big goal. It's true. Yep, so you're yep. oh, yeah. oh, right. Yeah. Every the goal, what what they said they wanted to do at the top, over and over every day, seems very repetitive. That's purposeful.
0: Yeah. Um, and then
1: and then, you know, my top three things that I really want my most important things for my day. Uh any kind of time blocking that they wanna make mention of. Okay, this is separate to a calendar. This is just intentionality, right? Mm -hmm. And then, um, also we focus forward and we say what might get in the way. Mm -hmm. So things like it, and it brings awareness to it. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Um, I'm waiting on a couple of calls that meeting might get scheduled or my daughter, uh, I got to follow up because I know, I know the the doctor was supposed to get back with me. Like there's all these little things Mm -hmm. that we As we move through our day and what you described is I had this time and then it gets sucked away by different things. Not so different than the tide coming in and filling the hole in the the Uh sand. You know, you don't have a hole anymore. Right. Simply by taking a few minutes and saying, huh, what might get in the way? What it does is it presupposes that. And then the last question is, what will I do to ensure it doesn't get in the way to the best of my ability. Now, does that mean that suddenly you can see it all? Well, heck no. I mean, you can, something's still going to come up. I, I guarantee it. Yeah. Doing that, it, it, it's actually crazy uh, success. It, it creates that success. Yeah, and then that we that. start to see more success and more success and more success, which gives us more mo- motivation. And we do it more because we see more success, and right? And it makes us happier. And that's how that works.
0: I love that. Yeah, and and, and completely. So I've started when I make my to-do list, I'll actually build like this week's goal because I, I had this idea once that every month should have a goal, every week should have a goal, every day should have a goal. So if I get yeah. one thing done this day week month you got one thing done because before that i think a lot of people you know they're hesitant they're like well, i don't want to do just one thing would you rather do zero because right now you're doing zero
1: exactly so I You do exactly. one
0: but yeah. i've got 10 okay how about you do one
1: instead yeah. of zero? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, dude, yeah don't do 10 things poorly finish one so i'll write down that one and then it's funny because i like i haven't looked at my to-do list today because the other thing that will come up is my schedule the big things don't tend to come up but i've got a couple like clients where things will come up through email, so I need to pay attention to the email. But then yeah. I see all the other emails and and like 40 minutes just bleeds away going through a yeah. minute here, two minutes there, 30 seconds there. And I'm like, what where'd the time go? Oh freaking emails. Um and bleeding those away. But but yeah, I like the idea of, of really focusing on the one goal for for the day, for the like what's the one thing I want to get done because mm-hmm. then you also i think it also eliminates probably the end of the day comes i mean I, I find around five o'clock i'm just tired i used to take karate i still am technically a karate student but the classes are five and i'm like i can't I can put my gi on to oh, cry <laughs> um so five o'clock i'm like i'm tired i'm you know you're feeling down because you're tired anyway did i do anything today i gonna mean, talk to a bunch of people something i was supposed to do that i promised to do something that i forgot to do and so now the time I put into it's wasted because I'm not executing on the thing and like, eh. Whereas if I know I've got the one thing I wanted to do today, which I have not been doing, but I think I will start doing, That's if okay. i got the one thing for the day, I'm like, did I do the one thing? What's the one thing? One thing. Okay. I wanted to recruit four entrepreneur speakers. I wanted to fix the Nerd vs. Superpowers website. I wanted to you go, know, did I do that one thing? And if I get to five o'clock and I haven't done it, i am like, okay, let me do the thing. All right. I've done the thing. <laughs> Both, I'm out. Shut the good, off. Very
1: good. That's yeah.
0: perfect.
1: Yeah, that's another wonderful one. I i had a sticky uh pad one time that says, I will do one thing today, and then it says one thing, and you had to like write it in every time it was given mm. to me by the coach. So anyway, so yeah. Yeah. So we could go, um, we could probably talk about this for hours. But uh we, what we else? Could, what if anything we, else do you have? We could on?
0: indeed, but we're actually coming towards the end of our time. Um yeah. but but no, I I I love that I said this is um yeah, you know, when we connected and I like, so what is your neurodiversity? And you're like, huh? And I said, all right, tell me more. But then before the <laughs> we talk, like, oh, OK, you're definitely someone I want to have on here because you've got some of that useful uh, neurodiversity resources. Um, I, I like to one of the things I used to say back when I did sales training was you don't want Michael Jordan to be your basketball coach. You want Michael Jordan's trainer to be your basketball coach. So mm-hmm. you don't need someone great at basketball to teach you basketball. You need someone great at teaching basketball to teach you basketball. Right. Um, so you know if you if you want someone, you don't necessarily want someone with ADHD to be your organizational coach because just because they've accommodated a lot of things doesn't mean they don't know how to structure it and teach it. You want right. someone who knows how to put this right. stuff together and transmit the knowledge. It's a totally different skill set. <laughs> using the knowledge.
1: May, may I say something um, on on uh, putting it all together? And I yes. know that everybody's going to see this whole um, holding this up, but
0: oh, the super secret brand new document.
1: It's not brand new, oh, a different no, document, it's not brand new at all. If you, this is actually on my website, but a lot of people like this because it's the productivity success cake. Ooh. And what it does is it um, so people will come in with a complaint on number on uh, the productivity layer, which is all about like anti-procrastination and, uh, you know, focusing better time tasks and so on. But what we do to speak to your methodology, mm-hmm. you know, Mark is, is what we do is we, we go through and we do an assessment. Okay. How are you doing in all these little different pieces of your cake? So the bottom is all around your health okay. The next layer up is all around your environment Mm -hmm. and then then and only then do we take a look at the productivity part and then tippity top is that rinse and repeat and sharpen the saw and then of course the candles of the celebration and the frosting is your why so this is um kind of my signature system it's uh been uh this way for a few years now and as you say i've got i've got more that i embedded this into the super secret Thing you were talk- talking uh, about, yes. I like this and people like this yeah. because because oftentimes um neurodivergent folks are um visual
0: mm-hmm. I know
1: I am definitely visual I'm, yep. I'm an artist and I like to to draw and I see things in pictures I think in pictures so they they can see oh yeah look I've I've nailed my sleep about you know I can like color that in and we have lots of fun with this Um, and you can bake your cake with me you can bake all different cakes and I like to have a lot of fun so I thought that would fit in there
0: and for those who can't see it because they're listening to the audio the video will be in the neurodiversity superpowers facebook group so Mm -hmm. you should go like I'm looking straight at the camera to talk to people who are listening you know go to the (laughs) neurodiversity superpowers facebook group, and you can see the video of this interview and of course all the other interviews well or you know if you want to just take her description for it, then um then you can keep listening to the audio. Whatever works, amazing. Yeah. Um, speaking awesome. of which, so so you have the super secret not even released onto your website uh document that yeah. by the time this comes out, there will be a link for it in the show notes. So right. tell us about that. What is your what is your new resource you're producing?
1: Okay. So I told you about the productivity success cake that's been very successful. What I've discovered about that is that there's a couple of steps that we need to do before embarking on the cake. And there's a couple of steps afterwards. And I've really, um, I've developed a guide called unscatter your entrepreneurial life. And what we do is we take um, like, I I have an overarching um, success path Mm -hmm. of all the, the, like in broad brush, like Roman numerals, start here and go to here. And this guide is all around step one we do a really deep dive into the deciding part so like you were saying michael on that saturday that's a perfect example Mm -hmm. you wake up late what's happened is you haven't made that decision of what it is you want to do you haven't consciously decided as we talked about before and as much as this sounds like well of course i have to decide You'd be blown away at how much you're not deciding. And because you're not deciding what's happening, you being whoever's listening, um, you know, our our energy gets in a million different places. And what we want to do is we want to really take that energy, still have it all and focus it, it to one at a time, just like what you said earlier. So this guide Really and truly will take you through step by step by step. And at the end of this guide, if you've really paid attention and filled it in, it is a fill-in, then you will know what it is you want and why. And as, as, as ridiculous as it, sound, it may sound, that's powerful.
0: That's, so even if you
1: never do anything else, if you never read a blog, if you never do any of the productivity success cake or anything else like that at least dear god you know what it is that you want and why you want it and you can say i've got this darn thing and i can i can i can diy it or that, i can get the best friend to hold me accountable so i think it's kick butt and i i it, hope that you download it, it sounds because-
0: kick butt to me too uh, <laughs> and Actually, once i get the link from that i'm probably put i have a uh a, a email sequence things you might find interesting that okay. uh anyone on my email list is on that sequence, whether they know it or not. And I'm probably gonna <laughs> put that in it because yeah, right. uh, uh Dave Duran, who's a motivational speaker and uh, CEO of Best Version Media, one of the things he says is that the most powerful thing in the world is decision. Um, because nothing happens until the decision is made. Right. You know, you may you may say, you know, atomic weapons are the most powerful thing. Well, someone has to make a decision to push a button. That's it. You know, <laughs> the, the economy is is uh Is the most powerful thing. Well, yeah, but someone has to decide to set the policies that drives the the economy. You know, God is the most powerful thing, but somebody has to decide to have faith and follow that faith until a decision is made. Nothing else happens. And that is the linchpin of of all all energy and action in the universe is is deciding. So that sounds like an incredible resource. And I am so glad you're sharing it.
1: All right. I can't wait. All yeah. right. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a real pleasure and lots of fun. So thank yeah. you so much for
0: having me. That's great. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of those, I just had a thought about the deciding too, is I think a lot of times it's a matter of kind of taking agency too. Um, mm. So, you know, there's a lot of things that I sort of let the universe bring to me. I run my, my uh, weekly roundtable, um power lunch live show, bring in four people and is effectively random. The order they apply in is the order they get put on the show. And okay. the process. <laughs> But I I decided instead of saying, well, you know, okay, what happens will happen. I hope for the best. I decided this is going to be the process that's going to work. And it did because I embraced that. You know, when I wake up in the morning, it's nine o'clock on Saturday morning. I'm like, I'm still pretty tired. You know, I'm going to decide to go back to bed. I'm not going to be like, I don't know if I should get up or maybe I'll try (laughs) to get back to sleep. And then it's noon and you lost your It's, I am tired. I am deciding to go back to sleep, so you know the times when I've I've employed that, it's been extreme. The difference between deciding and defaulting is is tremendous. So I I love that you're doing that. Oh
1: my gosh, yeah, thank you, thank you for those words. I appreciate yeah.
0: it. All right. Um. So besides getting that document, which um, which someone can get through the the show notes as will I get the links in post production. Um. If somebody's hearing you and be like, oh my god, I need to talk to Carol. I need her to do the thing she does for me. Um, or at least get more of your resources. What is the best way of people to get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, so just go to my website. I'm going to have to uh, spell it out for you. It's uh, epstime.com. So E is in Edward, P is in Peter. Um, S is in Sam hyphen time, T-I-M-E dot com. And uh, that's where you at this very moment, as we're recording this, you could find the productivity success cake uh, download and hopefully and not not too long, probably within the next few weeks, you'll find the Unscatter Your uh, Entrepreneurial Life um, nice. download there as well. So thank thank
0: I, I believe EPS stands for Efficient Productivity Systems, but that's it's no longer your, Yeah, no
1: longer that's right. But, I, but people mess that up all the time. And in fact, I'm even rebranding. So that's okay, why I yeah. Edward.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if, you can't, <laughs> right. if you can't remember it or you're driving and you weren't listening, you can just go into the show notes and click on it. It probably turned into a hyperlink anyway. So
1: yeah, I'll awesome. put that
0: in the Thank show you. notes as well. So yeah. Carol, it's been so great to have you on here. I'm very glad that uh, Melinda Cohen recommended you to yeah. me for the show and i i have I've learned a lot. Was great to kind of so, some of these i learned like i already knew and just validating them was really great um yeah. and then there's a bunch of things that i actually learned so i'm gonna have to go back and listen to the episode because i'm not sure i remember all the things i learned that's why i record these conversations oh <laughs> that to share it with the audience they're cool too
1: <laughs> there's that michael right, yep. all right.
0: but thank <laughs> okay. you so much for being on
1: thank you so much okay bye
0: this has been the Neurodiversity Superpowers podcast. I'm your host, Michael Whitehouse. Sign up to get every episode at neurodiversitysuperpowers.me. Join our Facebook group on facebook.com groups slash neurodiversity superpowers. Thank you so much for joining us. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'm launching a course called Successful ADHD Entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for a long time, and I've had ADHD for a little bit longer than that. Over that time, I've learned quite a few things that make me quite effective. People even call me organized. After many people ask me to, I have created a course to share what I've learned with you. Get details at neurodiversity.me slash course. The first run is limited to only 20 students, and the first class is April 20th, so don't put this one off neurodiversity.me slash course.